An entitled Karen demands that my deaf employee apologize to her, all because she said they were ignoring her. And when I tried to explain that this employee was deaf, she demanded proof and refused to believe me. Things got so bad that I had to kick this entitled Karen out. Here's what happened. For reference, I've spent 15 years of my life being a restaurant general manager. I've got some crazy stories, and this one certainly takes the cake. It was Mother's Day, and it was one of the busiest days at my restaurant. We had quick service, self-seating, and casual dining. An entitled Karen already ordered, had her buzzer, and was waiting for a table to open. She sees another family get up and immediately runs to the dirty table to reserve it. No big deal, right? It just needs to get cleaned up, and then they can happily sit there if they want. This entitled Karen sees my deaf employee and begins yelling at her from behind. So to this Karen, the deaf employee just simply doesn't do anything at all. She continues to follow them and berate them around. Now I understand that there is no sign saying my employee was deaf, but I believe that a normal person would realize that something was off after getting no acknowledgement at all. I noticed something was going on and walked over to the already irate entitled Karen and asked if I could help. She then goes off on me about how my deaf employee was ignoring her request to clean off the table and help her family sit down. I apologized to this entitled Karen and explained that my employee didn't respond to her shouts because she is deaf and genuinely had no idea anyone was trying to communicate with her. I signaled one of my bussers to come clear the table while I continue to speak with this Karen. This is when the entitled Karen accused me of lying about my deaf employee. She demanded to know why I would hire someone who couldn't respond to her shouts and demands. And at this point, I was getting very annoyed. I explained that I didn't need to justify any of my hiring decisions and that I 100% stood by my team. The entitled Karen demanded that I fire this employee. She said that there is no use for a deaf person to work in a restaurant. And this had me fuming. At this point, her table had been bust. Her kids were sitting down looking quite embarrassed and her buzzer was going off, informing her that her food was ready for pickup at the counter. To me, there was no reason to continue with this entitled Karen, especially on such a busy day. I asked her if she needed any help picking up her food, and if not, I wished her a good meal and excused myself. But the entitled Karen was not done with my team. She again saw the deaf employee restocking some items and decided to prove to me that I was wrong. She approached this employee and again began berating her, using very offensive language. When the deaf employee turned to face this entitled Karen and realized that she was being yelled at, she looked very frightened and very confused. I never allow my employees to be harassed and this was especially evil. I immediately had my expo counterpack the woman's order to go. I handed it to her and I said, you need to get out now. This entitled Karen swore at me up and down and told me she was going to contact corporate and have me as well as my deaf employee fired. Yeah, okay. Like I've never heard that before. I escorted the entitled Karen and her poor children to the door and told her she was not welcome back in my restaurant. After that situation, the deaf employee was crying and so confused. I sat with her in my office and explained that this had nothing to do with her and she was a fantastic employee, which is honestly true. She had worked for me for over five years and was the first deaf employee to be a certified trainer for her position in the entire company. I simply cannot believe that someone would be so mean to someone who is so nice and I never let anyone talk to her like that ever again. That entitled Karen is so unbelievably evil. I think the original poster put it best. To berate and harass and attack somebody all because they're deaf is so disgusting. And the fact that she said there's no use for them, what 
kind of discriminatory mindset is that? That is so horrible. It's moments like that you wish you had somebody recording her reactions and how she was acting so that it can be posted online and people can see it. Because behavior like that is just unacceptable. And I'm so glad that this general manager of this restaurant stood up for their employees and said, no, you are not talking to them like that. Thankfully, that lady's never welcome back at that restaurant ever again. And hopefully this deaf employee never has to deal with that ever again. I just found out I wasn't invited to a co-worker's party because his wife doesn't like me. And I really don't know what to do. A co-worker threw a party at his house over the weekend. And I found out from other co-workers who were invited. We will call my co-worker John. That's not his real name. John and I have started working together earlier this year when he joined our department. We aren't on the same team, but often will hang out at lunch or at the bar after hours with everyone else involved. We aren't super close, but we are pretty friendly, at least on the same level as others who were invited to the party. Yesterday, a co-worker I am close with pulled me aside and told me she felt bad, but she, as well as others, were invited to John's house over the weekend for a small party. It wasn't co-workers only, and John and his wife's friends from outside of work were the majority. I was a bit hurt I wasn't invited and asked if she knew why, as well as if I had done something to upset John. She told me that it was the general consensus that John's wife didn't like me hanging around him at work or happy hour, and that I apparently gave her homewrecker vibes. She overheard the wife telling her friends this at the party in a different room from the main area and was eavesdropping just a little bit. The wife said it was weird that I follow him on Instagram and like all of his posts when he doesn't follow me back. I was mortified by this. I follow other co-workers too and they follow me back. Her friend apparently then asked if the wife was worried that I would see photos of the party to which his wife responded, I can't have a party in my own house with my husband without inviting her as if she doesn't spend enough time with him every lunch or happy hour. Maybe now she will get the hint and just go away. Also, as an important note, I don't have any feelings for John beyond work friendliness, but now I feel like I've done something wrong and I'm being made out to be this office hussy. I unfollowed him from social media after my coworker told me this and got lunch with some other people yesterday. I still said hi and such when I saw him and we were both very polite. He didn't mention the party and I didn't mention what I was told. I just can't figure out what it was that ticked off his wife. We don't hang out one-on-one and it's always with other co-workers both male and female. I don't understand why I'm being singled out specifically. I just want my work environment to be a friendly one and this sort of situation is causing me to feel stressed and hypervigilant of my interactions at work now. It seems like there's some undercurrent in our department now where people notice I wasn't invited and are now making silent assumptions like they think I did something improper involving John. I walked into our snack lounge and three of the women who were there stopped talking abruptly and just gave me really forced greetings. What should I do to defuse this situation? My natural instinct is to talk to John, but I feel that this would get back to his wife and cause more drama. A close friend of mine suggested I just disentangle myself from him completely and only interact with him on work-related things. I just want to avoid any more drama and I'm just not sure what to do. This is definitely a weird situation because it looks like this wife definitely has it out for you. She clearly does not like you being around her husband. And I don't think it's anything you've done specifically. She probably views you as some kind of threat, even though you've never done anything to insinuate that you're interested in John. But she's going to go out of her way to be incredibly toxic and treat you like garbage. If I was in your situation, I would just act normal. If people want to talk garbage, let them talk garbage. I could care less what they think of me. I'll be professional. I'll be polite. But the days of me being super duper friendly 
with anybody at that office would definitely be numbered. At this point, you know people's true colors. And if their first instinct is to say, oh man, such and such must have done something wrong. Otherwise, why wouldn't she be invited to this party? I mean, if they're saying that, then guess what? You don't want to be friends with them at all. Because you can guarantee that when you're not around, they're talking garbage about you. So if anything, let them talk. Who cares? And as for John and his wife, I feel bad for John. Sounds like he has a very toxic wife who clearly has it out for you. And I think your friend is right. Distance yourself from John. You don't need that. Sure, you've been friendly in the past and you followed him on Instagram and stuff, but it's time to step away and spend time with other people because you don't need this kind of energy in your life. And I honestly think that your coworker only told you this to try and stir the pot. I really don't think she said this to try and help you out in any way. I mean, she even said it herself. She was eavesdropping. She was snooping on somebody's private conversation. I mean, is this really somebody you want to take good advice from as well as any kind of credible insight? I personally would not. So I would just keep your head down and socialize with others, but keep doing your own thing. Office gossip will always move to somebody else and pretty soon they'll have another target and you can just move forward and get your work done. Because at the end of the day, you didn't do anything wrong and no amount of backbiting from this guy's wife is going to change that. My brother acts incredibly weird towards my girlfriend and things got so bad that I chose to move out and live with her instead of my family. Now my family refuses to talk to me and they're giving me the cold shoulder and I'm not sure what to do. First, let me provide some context. My older brother is 32 years old and he's never had a job and he dropped out of community college after two semesters for never doing his assignments. He's lived with my parents his entire life and he sleeps all day and just stays up all night playing video games. Both my brother and I are diagnosed as autistic and present our symptoms similarly, but I've been working since I was 17 and got my driver's license at 17, as well as bought my first car at 24, as well as started college in 2019. My parents constantly use my brother's autism as an excuse for his appalling behavior, even though we're both on the spectrum. In November 2020, I moved back in with my parents because I left an abusive relationship and had chronic health issues. I met my current girlfriend in mid-2021, and in early 2022, she had some extenuating circumstances where my family agreed to let her live with us. My brother was immediately pleased with this development, but just as quickly behaved inappropriately. It started off with him creepily staring anytime my girlfriend and I kissed, and it progressed to him following my girlfriend into the bathroom anytime he saw her go in there for a shower. That is, until he figured out that she always locked the door because of him. And the straw that broke the camel's back was him trying to come into our bedroom uninvited and without knocking at 3 in the morning while we slept. Every time he behaved inappropriately, we mentioned it to my parents, but all that really happened were excuses made for him, basically stating that because he's autistic, his situation is somehow special, and that they will have a brief conversation with him about not doing those things again, only to then have him still do whatever he wanted. Anyway, after the bathroom incident, they kicked my girlfriend out, making her homeless for a brief period of time. As a result of this, my girlfriend and I got an apartment together, and I moved out because I didn't want to be in the same house as my brother. I was upset with the way my girlfriend was treated, and I wasn't willing to break up with her, which my parents wanted me to do. I had a calm conversation with my parents, explaining why I was moving out. I also explained that it's their house, so they are more than entitled to make rules concerning their own home. However, I was not going to continue living somewhere my girlfriend wasn't welcome, as well as in a place where my brother can act like a complete freak all the time, and it's not going to be punished. At first, they told me they love me, and that they're sorry they ever made me feel that way. They said that they want me to keep a key to the house because I'm always welcome over, and that if I ever needed to move back in, I could. Well, several days later, I went over to pick up some more of my things, only 
only to find that my parents had changed the locks on the house. Later that same week, they tell me they're angry with me for being ungrateful. They even implied that I said that I hate them and that I called them bad parents, which I never said. They went on to tell me that they didn't want to speak to me for a week because they were so upset and that they needed time to process what was going on. They thought I needed to feel what it was like to be cut off of the family. I respected their wishes and later my parents agreed to family therapy, which they quickly backed out of because they were only willing to do it over a three-way video call and my therapist website wasn't able to do that. That same Sunday, my parents invited me over for dinner, which I thought was going well, only to find out that they would continue to dodge my calls and leave text messages on read after that night. They eventually contacted me and told me to stop using their house as storage and told me to come by and pick up my things despite requesting that I stay away for a week. So my girlfriend and I go over to pick up the rest of our stuff, which was incredibly awkward but thankfully quick. Later that day, I got a text from my mom wishing me luck at college, but my parents still aren't willing to talk about the issue that led to me moving out in the first place. They are also unwilling to come over to see my new apartment, even after being invited over, despite the circumstances. Overall, I still love them, and I want a relationship with them, since this type of behavior is highly uncharacteristic of them. Understandably, my girlfriend isn't fond of them, but told me she doesn't mind me inviting my parents over, because it's important to her that I have a relationship with my parents, especially for the sake of my mental well-being. Has anyone ever dealt with a situation like this before? If so, how did you deal with it? I don't want to lose my parents, but at the same time, I cannot excuse my brother's weird behavior. What should I do? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The fact that your family is upset because you set boundaries is honestly not your fault. Your brother was acting incredibly weird towards your girlfriend, and instead of punishing the brother, your parents kick your girlfriend out of your house, which in my opinion is incredibly backwards. And now they're just giving you the cold shoulder and treating you like garbage, all because you put your foot down and decided, no, I'm not going to take this. If people get upset over your boundaries, then that's their problem. That is not your responsibility to navigate. At the end of the day, your brother was being very weird towards 
towards your girlfriend and was even trying to follow her into the bathroom when she was trying to take a shower. I mean, that's the epitome of weird, and I don't blame you for moving out. So honestly, I would keep your head up and keep going forward in the direction you want to go. If your family wants to be weird and cut you off, well then honestly, I think you're getting off with a better deal. Because regardless of what you do, they will probably always make excuses for your brother. And you honestly don't ever have to deal with that ever again if you choose to. My girlfriend uses her phone and watches videos online way too much. And after finally confronting her about it, she got incredibly defensive and very upset. And I'm just so over it and not sure what to do. For the past year or so, my girlfriend has been insanely addicted to Facebook and TikTok. I'm talking it is literally the only thing I ever see her doing. Like from the second I get home to the second I see her sleeping and when she wakes up, she opens the app and passes out in five minutes with some stupid video playing that I have to listen on repeat until I turn it off. And when I do that, she's only about 90% asleep and gets mad when I do it. I'm so done with this. Last week, she asked me if I was willing to give up my dreams and desires to move across the country just for her. And she said she wouldn't be mad if I said I wanted to live my own life. And after she said this, she went to the bathroom and cried. This was last week. As a side note, she's stuck in this area for a while and she doesn't want to live here. So that's where that conversation came from. I am now at a point where I wish I had just ended this relationship when I had the chance. And honestly, this girl, for three out of the four years we were together, was the literal love of my life. But this is where things are really causing friction. She will pass out outside watching those stupid videos and literally wake up at nine in the morning, causing my daughter to be late for her second week of school at a private school. She's almost an hour to an hour and a half late to work, and guess what? She gets mad at me when I ask her to just put the phone down and do something with me. She got so upset with me when I called her out and said, why don't you put the phone down and let's just go to bed and get some sleep. I'm so over this online video stuff and everything is so contradictory. She always wants to talk whenever it's something going on with her job or if she just needs to vent. But when it comes to me, I can barely keep her attention for two minutes. Her family is in love with me. They tell her all the time to never leave me. My family loves her too. I seriously bend over backwards for this girl and this is the garbage I get in return. I'm so done and it's really upsetting. I could be traveling wherever I want and doing whatever I want to do. I put it all back for her because I genuinely love her and she was worth putting all that back for. But now she's head over heels and obsessed with whatever's happening online with her favorite creators and I really think I'm about to break up with her. I love her so much but this is just awful now. It's not worth it. I could be with some girl that actually appreciates me working six to seven days a week and still wanting to spend time with her. Not one that just stares at her phone the second she gets home from work to the second she goes to bed. Whoever has been through something like this, please just let me know what happened and if you fixed it or if it's just a mess and you ended up leaving because I absolutely don't blame you. I'm old school. I like to fix small things before they're major, but I have no problems being by myself and finding someone else. This is beginning to turn into an engine replacement on an old beater that just simply isn't worth the energy to do anymore. What should I do? It sounds like this guy is at his wit's end and I can completely understand what he's talking about. There's nothing worse than trying to spend time with your significant other and they're only sitting on their phone and ignoring you completely. But when the roles are reversed, they get upset when you're deciding to spend some time with yourself. And from the sounds of it, it's very imbalanced. I think for this guy, the best thing you can do as a last ditched effort is to maybe talk to her and be like, hey, we need to figure this out and just clear the air. Let her know exactly what's going on because you said it best. You're planning on leaving her 
So there's probably nothing to lose when it comes to just explaining how you feel because this lady is not getting it. This is causing such a rift in your relationship that you don't want anything to do with her. And her actions are negatively affecting your daughter's life. Like that's more than enough reason for me to be like, wait a second, this is now a serious problem. You can try and waste my time, but don't waste my daughter's time. So I don't blame you for being upset and you have every right to be because her actions are incredibly neglectful and you deserve a lot better than this and so does your daughter. I mean, what kind of example is that setting for her? And for me personally, entertainment and videos online are very important. They can provide a temporary escape from the things going on if you just need to relax a little bit. But when online videos get in the way of your actual real life responsibilities, that's when you've got a serious problem on your hand and that's when you need to make an adjustment. And it sounds like this lady is not self-aware and she doesn't realize that she's ruining her relationship. So hopefully you have a good talk with her and hopefully things work out and you don't have to break up because that would definitely be a rough situation. But at the end of the day, if no progress is being made, then I don't blame you for leaving. My supposedly good friends did not invite me to their wedding. And now I'm not sure where to go from here. I live in a city far away from where I went to college. A few years ago, a couple who went to that college, we'll call them John and Sarah, that's not their real name, moved to my city. I hit it off fast with them despite not knowing them when I was in school and we all hung out together. Over the years, John and I grew really close. We ended up working together nearby pre-COVID and would get lunch together a lot. John and Sarah actually moved closer to me and we ended up independently getting the same type of dog over which we all bonded and had our pups over for many play dates. I consider them to be very close friends. John also had numerous health issues, which I offered to him as well as Sarah to help out in any way that I could, and they were very appreciative. But despite all of this, as well as the friendship that we have, here's the part that really upsets me. This weekend, they got married, and I was not invited. While I know I am not owed anything in life, I can't lie and say that I'm not extremely hurt by this for quite a few reasons. For one, it was a very large wedding. It wasn't like they eloped or kept the family out of it. Nearly all of our mutual friends were invited. Also, one of the aforementioned friends was invited at the last minute, so it wasn't a money issue. They just didn't include me. And they both talked about the wedding plans with me beforehand and never invited me. We are still on speaking terms. In fact, John reached out to me a few weeks ago, wanting to get the dogs together. But at this point, it's clear that I clearly overestimated the friendship, and I feel like an idiot for doing that. However, I'm not sure where to go from here. I do think I'll be pulling back from John and Sarah for the sake of my own mental health, but I also don't know if I should have a talk with them about this or about how I'm feeling. Again, I recognize that I'm not owed anything, but I also feel like I can be hurt and allowed to be hurt. I personally think our friendship is over, but should I at least let it go quietly? I don't plan on being rude if I see them again, but gone are the days of me reaching out to see how John is doing or offering to watch their dog ever again. What should I do? That is really disappointing that they did not invite you to their wedding, especially since it was a large wedding and you very easily could have gone and shown your support. So I think it's completely understandable that you feel like you've been left out on purpose. I mean, to an extent, you really have been there for them. You've known them for several years and you've grown a pretty close bond for the most part. So the fact that they would act like this is very strange, especially on their wedding day. You would have thought you'd at least get an invite. But in my own personal opinion, I think your plan to say, hey, I'm going to step away from this is probably a good idea. I don't think they were using you with trying to get you to watch their dog or even you helping out with John with his medical issues. But I think taking a step away for your own mental health, like you said, is probably not a bad idea here. And it really just sucks because you think you have some good friends who you can spend time with and you have common interests with. But it can be very heartbreaking to see that maybe it's not as tightly knit as you thought it was. There's also the possibility that they just saw you as a 
good work friend. There's probably a really good chance that a lot of other co-workers were not invited to this as well. So you never know, maybe it was just a situational thing, and they decided let's not invite anybody from work. Obviously the logistics of this are really complicated and we can't know all the details, but I think your general plan of stepping away for your own mental health and giving yourself some distance from them is probably for the best. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.